Women, you are the queens of our nation, the mother of our home, the pride of our children, a light always left on. You are refined in your ways, a woman of substance, substantially phased by her everyday conscience. A conscience to live in a way that uplifts not just her home, but the home of her brethren. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, faith. Bring your ears closer now and your mind will explode and be inspired by the words of Cover Mode. Assalamu alaikum, hello and welcome to Cover Mode, a program dedicated for your the graciously stylish, modest women. I'm your host, Rashan Isaacs. Today we speak to women who have established their own businesses, um, what inspires these women's creative spirit and what to expect from them and their business going forward, we'll find out soon. So in studio with me, I have Tiger and Lily's founder, Fadia Williams, who will talk about her company, Tiger and Lily. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Cover Mode, Fadia. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you for having me. Fadia, yeah, I've I've always heard of Tiger and Lily, but never knew who the person is behind Tiger and Lily. So, what is your role in Tiger and Lily? Um, what I do is I'm a consultant, and I also do the education behind it. We are an organisation that aims to inspire as well as transform women, um, and we do this through image consulting and makeup and just self-confidence and all the elements of the tigress as well as Ooh. the lily. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely explanation. And I think you mentioned a few of the offerings right now. Is that all the offerings or do you have more services? Well, because one of the things that we get judged by when we go into the world is how we appear and our appearance and the aesthetic. So our main focus is on giving women the confidence in looking after their skins um, and basically coming up with an idea or a brand for how to be themselves through what they wear and how they assert themselves in the world. And I, you hit the nail on the head when you said confidence because you can assist people in any way, um, but you don't. if they don't have the confidence to carry themselves, they're not really going to be able to carry any image consulting that you give them. Right? Exactly. So one of the things that we really focus on is consciousness of the self and self-respect. And a lot of our workshops and conferences and the training that we do is around who we are. What are our values? How do we translate that in what people see when they meet us or, or how we deliver our works? You know, in sometimes you are a manager at Woolworths and you have to follow rigid rules or but you still are yourself and how do you do that mm -hmm. in any in any situation and um who's the team behind uh tnl tiger and lily so it's a friend of mine a dear friend of mine i've known her since i'm four years old and we both actually originally from port elizabeth oh okay and my mom's from port elizabeth too <laughs> <laughs> so all the ladies from pe decided that there were certain things that we we saw when we met other women that was lacking mm -hmm. and and taryn um, Arinza is a close friend of mine mm -hmm. and she is definitely the person behind she's the logistics person she does all the organizing the administration um, that's I'm the creative I'm the person that does the creative side of things so it's the two of us and then we outsource work with another lady um, by the name of Farah Friedrichs and then they wanted to um, behind the scenes as well 
Oh, lovely. All right. So you've got a nice team working a lot, uh, together as well. What would be the process of an in, th- that an individual would go through if they were to see an image consultant? So first of all, the idea, let's just break the myths, okay? There's a lot of ideas of, oh, well, first of all, it's going to cost a lot of money because I'm basically hiring somebody to come and style me or go through my, you know, they they don't really understand what it is. Mm -hmm. So the package that we create is, first of all, we work within your wardrobe, one, Mm -hmm. Uh And then we look at a budget that you would like to set aside for acquiring basics or new makeup or anything like that. So the first thing to do is send me an email or send me an SMS or WhatsApp and say, I'm really interested in this. What does it entail? Um, And then we take it from there. And if any of you are interested or just want to contribute to the conversation today, feel free to do so on 021-442-3530. That's 021-442-3530. Even if you want to ask the question about how does one build confidence? And uh, or SMS if you are too shy and have not yet gained that confidence on 47913. That SMS line is 7913. Please feel free to SMS or call in um, whatever suits you. Um, we are speaking to Fadia Williams of Tiger and Lily and uh, like she said, they do makeup artistry, image consulting wor- workshops and events. Uh, in terms of the makeup artistry, um, is it for, you know, runway? <laughs> is it for the day-to-day person, weddings? Um, w- what, is it, what does it involve? So we actually look at the day-to-day because a lot of people realize that when they look good they feel good Mm -hmm. and they buy makeup or they go to the counter and somebody does their makeup and they walk (laughs) out and they actually feel that it's too much Uh. and that I can't really pull this off every day we literally go through your vanity case or your makeup bag and say right do you know how to make this look like I have no makeup on yes Mm -hmm. and that I'm actually treating my skin and taking care of my skin first right so it is for the everyday lady that just wants to look put together i was just about to ask because most of us want just a plain jane look but you know you want that brightness in the skin you want it to look healthy and i believe that dewy or you know dewy fresh whatever dewy (laughs) fresh skin is trending at the moment as well so people want to go really natural um and you can have a really good clean face and i think we're also very conscious of little marks or scars Mm. or you know some of us even our freckles Mm -hmm. and i see you've got beautiful Beautiful freckles, and that's also trending at the moment. <laughs> but, and eyebrows. Yeah, and the eyebrows. Oh my goodness. So there's a lot of things that you can keep natural and basically just highlight your own beauty um, by, by sticking to, to, to um, makeup that will enhance that, if I'm correct. And this is where the confidence part comes in. If you don't know how, mm-hmm. then already you feel inept. Yes, that's true. So it's not only having the confidence within, yeah. but it's, it's knowing how to actually use the products. Exactly. What would you say people find most difficult to use? Which products? Foundation. I have this really? question all of the time. It's like, what foundation do I use? Or how do I apply my foundation? Or so, or do I wear foundation? Um, and that's, that comes up quite a bit. Um, and I believe in good skin. Mm-hmm. I have foundation on right now. Yeah. You'd never say because <gasps> it's, it's a, a tinted moisturizer. Mm, so lovely. you don't always mm-hmm. have to use base yes. or foundation. Uh-huh. Um, 
Is there a difference between base and foundation? Yes. There is. Okay, I had no idea. So <laughs> what is the difference between base and foundation? So typically base sounds like it sounds. It's it's heavier. It's more coverage. Mm-hmm. You'd probably wear it if you are going out in the evening or if you're going to an event um, and you want to look spotless. This mm-hmm. is the runway look that you were talking about. So base oh, is a bit right. heavier. Because of the light that shines exactly, on you. Exactly. And there's going to be photographs that are being taken. Um And the another thing I just want to put out there is a lot of people know how to apply makeup. But with makeup artistry, when you have a professional makeup artist tell you that there's a difference between base foundation and tinted moisturizer, there is. (laughs) The foundation is... um, more watered down for lack of a better word right now so it's lighter it's easier to apply um it's you can get it in a cream form a mousse form or a liquid form um so that's foundation and it just literally sets the foundation for the rest of the makeup ah, you cannot mm-hmm. wear foundation alone mm-hmm. um so that's the major difference between those two so you have to wear foundation with powder oh, with blusher okay. with um all right so looking at me right now did i get it right you did i okay. would <laughs> i would change one thing i would add one thing just Which to is? enhance it is is your eyebrows i teach you oh how to fill your eyebrows i think for every makeup artist who have who has ever crossed my life your face <laughs> that's the only thing they ever ever say to me and i mean this for me is every day i'm really not going to sit <laughs> fix my eyebrows but you are spot on with that when that's why that's when i know okay all you makeup artists know what you're doing because you always point out my eyebrows because they're quite light um the perfect shape i mean all i want to do is it's not even for me Mm -hmm. i have really thick eyebrows and i fill it with eyeshadow and Mm -hmm. not pen Mm -hmm. but with you because you've got you've got a um, light. Yes. So you hardly see it. So it looks like, like I have no eyebrows. But <laughs> you literally would put a gel, an uh-huh. eyebrow gel, on the edge of a an old mascara brush yeah. and brush it up, and immediately it'll give weight to the hair. Uh-huh. So, so that's, that's an interesting tip, which I'm going to take home with me and try it when I get there. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fadia. Fadia, what would, um, you know, there are many makeup looks. What would you consider a day to night look? Okay, so the only change with day to night for me, because I don't like, I literally put my makeup on within 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. If I spend more than 10 minutes on my makeup, I'm spending, I'm just oh, too long. All okay? right. Yes. So I would change lips. I would mm. go for a bolder lip color. Uh, um, it's just easier. Mm-hmm. I love red and coral, so I do shades. You have coral on today, <laughs> um, so I would. That would be my my day to night change. Would be lipstick. So the the night you'd go a little bit more dark or brighter. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely brighter, not darker. Maybe in winter you can go for your wine grape colors. Um, mm-hmm. The burgundies. And yes, the, yeah, the berry okay. shades, but um, just add the lipstick. All right. And uh, in terms of our technician is saying, die man gaan dronk raak. He's like, please don't say that. Because we mentioned the wine colors. <laughs> well, there's shades of wine. So it's <laughs> shades of color. <laughs> That's all cool. And um, let's go through the essentials to have in your bag. Because I think that, you know, it's crazy. But as women, as mothers, as, you know, just generally, we go through different bags sometimes in one day but sometimes for different events and when we have those big bags and I know my mom-in-law might be listening again and I always mention her in a big bag in terms of 
anything comes out of there, you'll be surprised. If the kids want a tissue, if I'm looking for a Thank God spatula, for your mom-in-law. you know, she's just, yeah, she's got the magic bag. But in terms of the makeup essentials to have in your bag, you know, you've done your makeup and everything. You don't want to carry your whole case <laughs> and, and everything. What, what would you need if you were going on a night out and you have those small clutch bags? Because really, it can't close when I want to put everything in. <laughs> so this is actually where the education part comes in, because even not only with the older ladies, but even young girls now, girls that are leaving school or at varsity, um, and they want to still look as if they put together. And this is where the training comes in. You don't have to look like you're done up. Mm, okay. Mm. Um, your your kit for the evening is a touch-up uh, kit. Mm-hmm. And literally, because I'm all about simplicity and using as few products as possible, I take a rouge pot with me, yes. um, which is a cheek and lip pot. So ah, MAC so has they, that they or do Bobby both, Brown. All in one. All in one. <laughs> so you can touch up your lips with that. Um, and you can even touch up your cheeks, which you shouldn't be touching up during the evening. So I'll take either a lip gloss or lipstick if you prefer, but I'll take a rouge pot with me. And then another thing that I love, and Palladio has this, is um, rice paper, which is, it takes away the oil and it takes the shine away. Ah, rice so, paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a small little box of tissue paper. Mm-hmm. That is probably two centimeters by four centimeters, and you use it to touch up or dab. Um, when people say, I'm just going to the ladies' room yeah. to powder my yes. nose, mm-hmm. that's what they mean. They're literally going to take the excess oil away or the soda because you're out and about and you're eating and you're doing all of this. I use that. So, two things lip gloss or lipstick or a rouge pot, and then rice paper. Oh my gosh, that is really simple. That's really. <laughs> Shrinks, shrinks my bag completely. And your cell phone. <laughs> oh, yes. Unfortunately, the cell phone cannot go smaller than this. We're waiting for new technology. <laughs> Catherine Mary Petulik will be joining us online. Um, we'll be uh, via call-in. And um, she lives the modern-day mantra that dictates that everyone should follow their passion. And after graduating from the Michaela School of Fine Art with a BA in Fine Arts, she qualified as pastry chef before traveling into, um, to India and Spain working at bakeries and an organic on organic farms as she went. But she made a very big career change and we find out after the break. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul and faith. This is Cover Mode. Catherine Mary Pachulik lives the modern-day mantra that dictates that everyone should follow their passion. After graduating from the Michaela School of Fine Art with a BA in Fine Arts, she qualified as a pastry chef before traveling to India and Spain, working at bakeries and on organic farms as she went. But how did Catherine Mary Pachulik go from pastry chef to jewelry designer. Joining me on the line, we have Catherine to answer this herself. Hello and welcome to Cover Mode, Catherine. Hello, thanks for having me. Hi. Pleasure. You know, you're always, you always sound like a ball of energy and I can only imagine what your creative spirit is like. But how did you move from pastry chef to jewelry designer? Well, I think it seems um, like completely opposite 
um, uh, uh, kind of spaces to be from creatively, but actually I see them as quite similar mm-hmm. because pastry is also about using your hands, about making shapes and having a very kind of tactile relationship um, to a material. And so I was a pastry chef and then I was traveling around Spain and working on organic farms, as you said, and, and on long train rides throughout India. And I just started to make things with my hands and collect a trousseau of interesting, interesting objects on my way. And I would kind of weave them into these, these pieces. And on my return to South Africa after my travels, I was incredibly broke, had no money. <laughs> and needed to hustle to make things happen. So I first had a little catering company. I was selling roasted peppers and also making jewelry at night. And then after a while, I realized that there might be something with this jewelry thing because I would wear it on my neck and women would buy them off me on the street at a very low price. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And then I thought, okay, let me put some time into this. And after a few weeks of really concentrating on it, um, it was photographed by a friend of mine, and then it was published on Miss Moss, a well-known blog. And then from there, Lelesso asked me to accessorize their spring-summer collection um, in 2012 at Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. And then literally I've been following the demand. So it was a very interesting process, yeah. And as you said, following your passion. Yes. And, and talk us through the creation of the brand Pachulik itself. So, obviously, Pishalik, often people ask me, what does Pishalik mean? Well, Pishalik is my surname. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pishalik, the brand, what I realized is that, and what really fascinates me is, is what is a woman's relationship to jewelry? It's something incredibly personal. It, it represents the woman in her family, her lineages that go before her, as well as it's something really intimate. Uh, jewelry sits at parts of your body that only, you know, your children or husband, um, or husband go to. So I really love that intimate relationship and, and the power that jewelry can have. So the Pishwick brand is all about that. Is It's really trying to distill the power and the meaning and the ceremony and the spiritual nature of jewelry and bringing it back into contemporary design. Beautiful. So, and and yeah. your, 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 your jewelry pieces are really talking pieces. Where do you yes. draw inspiration for each collection? I think that... I get inspired by multiple inputs. Um, it can be from, you know, a color palette in nature, an image that I see, um, just to see the way people dress on the streets. Um, it's it's, it's the, the, the natural way of a woman. It's, it's, there can be a myriad of things that can inspire. Also, I'm very inspired by music um, and, and history and also like tribal ornamentation and mm. the... The, the lineages and the historical significance of the materials. Um, your, your last two, or I, might, I might have missed a few collections, but um, you had the, the Baraka collection and then you also had the collection that was inspired on your trip to Italy, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, yes. Maybe, maybe just, I think, I, I don't know, I found it really interesting in terms of how you, um, you know, combined your, your the, or, or received the inspiration from your personal travels or, or was it specifically for gaining inspiration for your pieces? Well, so, so they kind of, um, the, one, the one collection entitled Baraka, which, which kind of means blessings, um, and that was inspired by spending time in Istanbul when I was on a buying trip there and going through Sutana Met, um, mm. beautiful blue mosque, and, and looking at all those mosaics yes. um, and the general just ornamentation inside the, the hammams. I just started to kind of totally see shapes and color palettes 
Um, and that really even just started to um, inform the way that I made that collection. So it's, it's sometimes like on a, pers- on a business trip going there to, to source materials, but then also on Italy where I went for an art residency um, it, just outside of Florence. I also got to kind of travel to, to Tus- um, around Tuscany and specifically to Florence and, and to Lucca and going into those cathedrals and churches and then also looking at uh, Italian design from the 1970s, 1980s. And those shapes and forms and color palettes suddenly start to inform the way that I produce a collection. Petulik is definitely, <laughs> yes, it makes absolute sense. Petulik is, is definitely a loved item in many jewelry wardrobes. And I personally love your jewelry. And I, I have some of them, some pieces as well. And I won a piece last year. Um, surprisingly, Ooh. it was the bag, the, um, is it a moon or a banana shaped or? A, yes, it? yes, yes, the bag. Yes, and, and you know, it was really meant to be because I eyed that bag when it was on the runway. Yes. And um, then when I was called up to speak in Italian, <laughs> and I naturally <laughs> oh, yes. speak with my hands, <laughs> and I, I don't know what she said. All I know is bellissimo, and my hands flew and everything. And I think they just liked the fact that I had the true Italian essence of speaking with your hands. <laughs> yeah, you just had the spirit of Italy. <laughs> I guess so, yes. And I, was, I love my prized um, patchouli piece. Um, oh, wonderful. But, you know, what was your initial reaction to the positive feedback that Petulik was receiving from people, customers, buyers, you know, everyone? Well, I think, you know, it's quite funny. Like, in the, in the initial stages of my business, when people liked it, I felt so shy. <laughs> the whole time I'd be like, what? You like this? Oh, my word. And, like, I could barely sell it because I just felt so, like, shy about it. But then as I started to realize that, that, what we're doing here with the brand is more so than just selling products. We actually, we're actually selling a message and yes. we, we're sharing a, a consciousness around how women should experience themselves. And that is, you know, wear bold jewelry so you can feel brave and really actualize your greatness and your beauty and stand in your power. Oh, and, and so mm-hmm. when I got that, then it's just been like a roll-on effect where I just want to share the message because I want every woman to see how magnificent she is. And we were just talking about confidence with Fadia Williams from um, Tiger and Lily. Uh, she's a, a makeup artist, um, image consultant, and they run workshops and things around, you know, handling women's confidence, not only to use products, but also to carry the products. But yes. with the success of Petulik, um, uh, you know, you, you've, you've done many collaborations as well. What has been the importance of collaborating? I think collaborating serves I'd say maybe three functions. On one level, it it allows the brand to explore new mediums, which is always exciting because it pushes your creativity and also lets you understand your material better. Secondly, I believe collaboration is essential in any creative process because it's important to be able to share ideas and to remove your ego so you can, you know, come up with more exciting exciting outcomes. Um, so it's, it's that, it's like kind of working in community. And then also collaborations are wonderful because they allow you to access other markets. Mm-hmm. So people who might traditionally be following one brand, we kind of can cross-pollinate and share our, share our markets and our, and our followers. Love so it. it's kind of got multiple, multiple benefits. Stay on the line. We'll be chatting to you after the break. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> 
styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, and faith. This is Cover Mode. Nominated as one of the most beautiful objects in South Africa at the 2013 Design in Daba, Petulik's bright, opulent jewelry brand has since grown in leaps and bounds. In 2014, Petulik was named Emerging Entrepreneur of the Year by the Business Women's Association of South Africa and Accessory Designer of the Year by African Fashion International, an accolade she first received in 2013. On the line, we have Catherine Mary Petulik of the brand Petulik. Hello and welcome back, Catherine. Hi, hi. Catherine, what are you working on at the moment or what can we expect from Petulik? So we've got a very exciting, exciting thing coming. So everyone must be excited for the 7th of April, which is this Thursday, where we'll be dropping our autumn winter collection. That's simply entitled Woman. And in this collection, we're going to be um, bringing forth some new materials, new finishes, and a very strong and powerful message. So I'm very excited about that. And then there's also planned for later this year some interesting collaborations, which I am not allowed to tell Aww. about. <laughs> and I'm sure anything that you've been involved in has always been like uh, enlightening. So I'm sure we'll we'll be uh, keeping our eyes out on uh, for that. Yes. Where do we find Petulik? Where is it sold? Do we go online? Where do we find you? Okay, so we at the, we've got an online shop. Um, that's at www.pishalik.com. And then you just click on the shop tab and we have free delivery um, within South Africa and internationally. And then we've also got um, a shop at the watershed, at the waterfront, right next to the aquarium. And also a new retail space at Workshop Newtown at the Newtown Junction near the Market Theater um, in Newtown, which also is stocked with all our beautiful jewels. Um, and then also we've got other retailers that... Um, sell our product and you can check that list on our contact sheet on our website um, and find your closest space where you live wonderful um, thank you so much for joining us I know time is very precious for you um, and, so, <laughs> and, and, and how do you keep your creative spirit I mean you, you're always innovating I think it's, it's a lot to do with travel and then also having a strong spiritual practice um, and then also, yeah, just um, spending time really like being with my team and, and reading a lot and kind of really trying to expand my mind as much as, as, much as possible. Well, yeah. I'd like to be there when you, when, you know, to see <laughs> you at work. It must be fascinating. <laughs> a little bit crazy as well. On <laughs> all creatives crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. Day. Well, I wish you all the success and we can't wait to see what you have up your sleeve for, for next year. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, you so Catherine. Much. Pleasure. Ciao. Today, Petulik makes bold jewelry for brave women, handcrafted with integrity, pieces that were created with care and crafted to be passed on from one generation to the next. That was Catherine Mary Petulik of the brand Petulik. We still have Fadia Williams in the studio with us, and she's still wide awake making notes because I'm sure she wants to tell us some interesting details about her upcoming workshops as well. So uh, we did chat about going through the essentials of what you have in your bag, and I can't believe it's only those few things, rice paper and your rouge or lipstick.
right? And, um, you know, you, you run workshops. What kinds of workshops have you run in the past? So what we what we have been doing in the past is we normally have a group of ladies together, about 30 ladies, and it's around a theme. Um, the last the last event that we had was at the Winchester Mansions, and it was celebrating 30 women um, at 30 years old. Wow. So we want to have another event like that soon. Um, so we had an event around that, and what we did was we actually had each person share a celebration in their life that they reached when they were 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't specifically around Tiger and Lily hosting the yes. event, but it was us putting the event together oh, for women. That is stunning. I love um, that idea. And it, what it did was, I mean, you had Catherine speaking about collaboration, and often we don't know how we meet people. You can manifest this and you can ask for it, but often you just need to put yourself out there and go to these events, and you never know what's going to come your way. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that came from there, a young lady, um, she her name is Michelle, and she opened up her own clothing design store in Kensington and it was, she was inspired by the women that were encouraging her at that event. Um, that's what we do. Another thing that we do is we do work with corporates around the women that they have either in their stores or front of house. Um, a lot of hotels are looking to inspire their young women to be more, it's called deportment, mm-hmm. etiquette, how to behave, um, how to dress modestly and how to look after their skin so that they look presentable to new clients. There's workshops we also do. And then another thing that is really, really dear to my heart is working with young women between the ages of 14 and 18 oh, yes, I at high schools yes. and doing um, etiquette or finishing school classes with them. Um, and we normally do that through their high school. So if you do know of a high school or you're a teacher or a principal of a school and you'd like to, because one of the things we really, really are aware of are young ladies and how they are, before we had debutant balls, <laughs> now we don't. How do they present themselves in the world after they've I think left it's, school? it's also that age where you, you suddenly start losing your confidence um, because you're going through puberty, <laughs> you, you're going through a whole lot of changes and you don't quite know how to deal with all of that because they come at you with full force. Fast and furious. (laughs) And um, I love this idea of being able to go into schools and assist in terms of image consulting because it's really about accepting that you're changing and um, as we all know as adults change is inevitable and this is the thing with even the name we came up with tiger and lily because there's the duality Mm -hmm. and there are aspects of ourselves both Polar opposites, but Mm -hmm. whole. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you are going to feel absolutely terrible and you want to climb underneath a rock and you don't have the confidence or you don't feel good about yourself. And that's okay. But how do you pull yourself to your higher self? Mm -hmm. How do you present and show that lily? How do you contain yourself? And these are tools that aren't being taught. And and once you, you have somebody say, you know what? I actually felt terrible this morning until I thought about the brightest scarf or the or the the best outfit or we have to sometimes use these things to pull us out of mm-hmm, those states mm-hmm. and it's fine because then we can navigate And like you said society. earlier, it's not necessarily retail therapy, but no. it's looking at what you have in your closet that just brightens up your day. Now Rashawn, how much clothes do you have in your cupboard? Oh shush. <laughs> <laughs> I for every season. <laughs> but this is the thing we do but that we don't yeah, often know. Yeah. We say, "Oh, I have nothing I to wear." I must say, I've been on a retail break for quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pick this up after the break because you're going into my personal space now. <laughs> 
styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, and faith. This is Cover Mode. We're enjoying the conversations off air as much as we're enjoying the conversations on air. And um, we were talking about cupboards, not necessarily mine, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll go through the, the, the workshop that you, you're going to have coming up in May, I believe. Inshallah. So we are hoping to host, we will be hosting um, an event around Mother's Day mm-hmm. where we have mothers bring their daughters. And I like that age group again, the 14 to 18 <sighs> The, um, Does it matter the age of the no, kids? No, it doesn't. Because I would want my mother to take me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the we have to confirm the venue, but we let's project this Casa La Bia, which is in Musenberg, mm-hmm. which is a Venetian castle Ooh. that ho- it is beautiful. I can imagine dressing up like a princess or a queen, exactly. or yeah, <laughs> and coming to this. And it's going to be a late morning brunch mm-hmm. um, with tea served and the intention around that is the relationship between mothers and daughters mm-hmm. um, and how we how we navigate that so mm-hmm. that is the next um, event that we're going to be having um, and Tiger and Lily will be hosting it um, but it won't be a workshop it'll just be a Mother's Day uh, event oh lovely oh can't wait for that so they'll get in contact with you how do do we find Tiger and Lily so at the moment we have a um, we have a website it's a wix.com website mm-hmm. um, and it's Tiger and Lily but the easiest thing to do is to go to the Tiger and Lily Facebook page because I respond to that a lot uh, quicker um, and it's Tiger and Lily and it'll be you'll find it under beauty um, it's also linked to my Facebook page, which is Fadia Williams, and you can find that on Facebook. Um, and then through email and um, contact numbers. So all the email and contact numbers you can find on the Facebook page. Yes. Right. And then um, just for, for everyone, the Tiger, that's spelled as Tiger, T-I-G-E-R, and it's the full word, and A-N-D, and Lily is L-I-L-Y. That's Tiger yes. and Lily. And um, I now love the name even more since you've explained it. <laughs> and just some styling tips for winter. It's becoming really cold. She's I love winter. jumping out of the seat. I've never seen anyone do that for. <laughs> I love winter because this is the time where you can be most stylish oh, because yes, I'm all layer. about layers. Mm-hmm. Um, people say, where do you start with, with your outfit? Um, and I, I mean, it's funny because I start with my jewelry. Mm. I think of the jewelry. <laughs> and or, as Patrulli just mentioned, that is so funny. That is. I mm-hmm. start with my jewelry because I have quite a bit of pieces, pieces that I've um, collected. And I'll look at it and I'll be like, okay, I'm wearing that brown and maroon necklace. And then I take the color scheme from there. I love brogues. I love comfortable shoes. And I love doing layers. A long white shirt, um, small jersey, and a coat. I love vintage collection pieces. So I'll wear a wool skirt uh, and stockings and boots. Um, I think for winter, this is something that's probably going to be trending, is a really, really, I've got it on a really, really long shirt, white shirt that comes down to the knee Mm -hmm. with a jersey of sorts like a chunky jersey on top of it um it's warmth you have your layering effect um but you don't feel like claustrophobic yes <laughs> <laughs> and colors 
Um, wine, shades of wine. <laughs> Again, with the wine, you know? No, this is Voice of the Cape. They don't <laughs> do wine. So, um, greens. Um, yeah. You have your emerald greens, you have your lime green and grey combination mm-hmm. coming in. Um, and different shades and hues of brown. Tan, um, sand, mm-hmm. your neutral shades. Um, Grey is making a huge comeback in winter again um, and to brighten things up with grey with lime and grey with coddle. Um, now, I always tend to do the opposite of trends. It's like I'll go bold and I'll go bright. It's like everybody looks so grey. It's like where's my pink? Like hair <laughs> color. People go dark in in winter. I'm saying go grey. Like grey is my thing. At the go like purple grey. Yeah, That's I the latest. grey though. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, I love uh, the fact that you said, you know, the item of clothing you start off with is your jewelry. I'm wondering what everyone else starts off with. So I'm going to put that up on the Facebook page on Cover Mode. So do like the page, Cover Mode. That's C-O-V-E-R-M-O-D-E. And let us know what item of clothing do you start with? Um, I know I start with my my scarf um, because Mm. I want to know, all right, which ones are in the wash, which ones are on the the scarf hanger. And I'll start with my scarf and I'll know exactly which outfits will go with that specific scarf. But I'm a real girl. I love dressing up. So... um, I'm all about comfort. You know, <laughs> I really am all about if if something feels like it's suffocating, if it's for an event, I don't mind suffering for my beauty. <laughs> comfort is my key. Um, Shukran, so much for coming into studio and sharing an your beautiful pleasure. brand. I love learning about you both about Tiger and Lily and about Petulix brand, establishing your business, taking it to new heights. Also, just um inviting others into that brand space because I, I from what I can hear from both um, yourself, Fadia and, and Catherine is that it's not just a company, it's not just a brand, it's more of a, um, it's a community base, you know, you welcome everyone into that space, it's more about Absolutely. assisting helping, inspiring others through what you're doing, so I really do wish you um, lots of success and may Amen. you continue to prosper inshallah Thank you um, from me, there are so many ways, you know, that you can uh, prosper in your business. And in terms of increasing profits and helping your Muslim economy grow, take these few tips into consideration. One, make profit the secondary aim. When you're really looking out for other people, you're just doing it because you're inspired by it. The profit will almost naturally fall into play Two, be truthful and honest three be open to scrutiny and criticism as this is going to help you grow if you don't open to listening to any criticism and you want to do it the way you want to do it you're not going to learn and you're not going to be able to fix any sort of glitches in your product or service four be clean in your in in your dealings, the way you you handle people um, doesn't always mean you must wash your hands all the time or wash your wash your hands off certain things, but just be clean in terms of um, doing things in a halal manner. Five, aim for a higher goal. Um, whether it be spiritual, just think of what what kind of reward you can get at the end of the day that is not necessarily monetary. Six, work with others in your market. And that's what we spoke about, collaboration, which is so important. Seven, do not sell haram because <laughs> that is definitely just going to, you know, uh, knock down your 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 um your your business. So from me to you, thank you for joining me on Cover Mode. Until next time, I'm Rashan Isaacs.